a Sunday. And, and it must be 4 o'clock. And the Vikings won today. Yay, yay, yay. Uh, they uh, they look pretty handsome, pretty good today. So I was happy. There's the Vikes that we know. And then they won Green Bay, of course, last week. So maybe they were going to pull out a team yet this year of some sort. And they're learning. Everybody's working to work, learning to work as a team. Just like with dog training, you learn to work as a team. All right. But yeah, so hopefully your week went well. And uh, opening deer started to this morning. And uh, wait a minute, today's... Sundays. Yesterday morning. <laughs> Somehow I got on Saturday. I don't know where I went with that. I just said it was Sunday. But uh, so uh, so uh, uh, they got two deer this morning. So yesterday they got nothing. And uh, they uh, one, it was a good size. But anyway, and uh, so when you are out and about during hunting season, folks, please, if you're outside of the city limits, if you're going for a walk through a park, because there are some parks that do allow, you know, hunting in certain areas. Okay. And somebody may not, they may not be pay, pay attention to like the posted, you know, there's hunters, right. whatever type thing. So the best thing you can do during hunting season, especially rifle right now, please wear bright orange, bright orange, put, you know, a vest, a hat, a gl- something that will all of a sudden turn a hunter's, you know, head. So that fluorescent orange, even, and they have now okayed, a certain hot pink for hunting. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they did okay. that. I think it was last year or the year before. You know, because they're trying to get women more into, you know, you know, hunting, bow and arrow and of rifle course. and stuff like that. And so not necessarily deer, you know, there's grouse, whatever. Oh, grouse, yes. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so yeah. So if you're out and about, especially then also put something on your dog. They do have a very light waist, uh, weight vest that you can put on a dog. So as a, let's say the dog gets away from you, you know, you don't want them all of a sudden, somebody thinking it's a deer coming to, through the clearing and bam. Yeah. So that's why I, you know, set yourself up for the, in case the dog gets away from you. But also it's another thing that of orange that somebody's going to see, uh, like, Oh, okay. Like with uh, us out, if you want to just walk down one sixty fifth to go for a walk. Okay. we got hunters on the North side, hunters on the South side. Sure. I mean, they're, they're sitting all over. And so sometimes you look real close and you can see the sliver. But the big thing is, is that, what you want is that you want to be seen and your dog needs to be seen so please put that fluorescent orange on doesn't have to you don't want to be dressed in it just like a hat a gloves a vest a vest is the best for you and for your dog and you know you don't have to spend a lot of money you know you can just get those real thin ones that just go over your jacket or over your clothes or something like that so believe me my whole basement looks it looks like it threw a fluorescent orange (laughs) you go down there and you go wow that's exactly (laughs) It's like, well, especially if the uh, the sun's out, it's like, whoa, okay, yes, it's orangey down here. And being that yesterday and today was so warm, most is hunting this time is usually really chilly. Yeah. So, I mean, they've got major thick, you know, parkas and, and, and coveralls and, and like, well, they all went out and vest yesterday because I'm sure. it, it was so, you oh know, the morning gosh. before the sun come up, it was a little bit chilly, but not for the entire that they, you know, where they have hand warmers, feet warmers, ear, you know, and it's nuts. So, but yeah, so put heads up. And so it, it ends next Sunday at sunset, the rifle for, for Minnesota. So pay attention if you're every, anywhere out of the city area, please have some bright orange on. Okay. So there's not no mishaps. All right. How was your week? It was good. I good. mean, I'm enjoying, I went on a walk today, oh, well, just yeah. trying to get. Like this nice weather in because it looks like this coming week we're gonna oh, drop yeah, in temperatures. Yes, so. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, mean, I got a lot of stuff done too, like where I parked my truck, the barn there, parked the truck in, and then now today I kind of finalized as far as putting tables and chairs away that okay, you know, it's not gonna. 
we're not going to use again. That sure, last, yeah. you know, we got that last snow. I'm like, oh, geez, I'm going to be prying it out of the snow. But then we got this reprieve, so now I can put everything away the, it's the way it's supposed well, to be. Well, that worked out. So, yeah, yes, yes, it's crazy. So, yeah, I got that done. So now, like I said, if we get a foot of snow, I'm not sitting there going, well, I should have got this in and that in. So, And then we'll get all the leaves swept up. Or blowing off, I should say, and then he blows them onto a tarp, and then pulls the tarp to the big fire pit, or he threw some in for the cattle for for extra bedding, so that went well too. So, so hopefully you got a lot of questions for me today. Uh, so if you got questions, give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one. And so we're gonna be now today. What I want to talk about a little bit, folks. Everybody's getting puppies. There's puppy, 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 puppies. I was just on Twin Cities Live Friday, and I got a whole six minutes, and I talked way fast. I know people. I talk fast in the radio. I get it. I try slowing down, and my my brain just doesn't work that way. I got to talk just the way I talk. I had a long time ago when I first, well, 18 years ago when I first started the radio show. I had a couple emails sent to me that you know it's really hard to keep your beat because you talk too fast. I said, okay, so I really made a mindful effort to slow it down. I just can't. My brain and my mouth don't work that way. It's just, I, I just finally told people, I said, I just keep tripping over my tongue trying to slide my, or calm myself down. So uh, you just got to learn to listen faster is what it is, okay? Just got to But so we're going to talk a little bit all all through the in, in, between que- in between questions, we're going to talk about puppies as far as, so you got a puppy, you know, as far as we got to do the potty training, that's of course. The big thing with puppies, please, or any dog that you have that is kind of a pushy dog, do not play tug of war with them or any wrestling games. You want to be what the, you want the dog to be. And so by doing wrestling games and doing tug of war games, whether it's a puppy or even an adult dog that is kind of a pushy dog, that's very kind of will for stubborn or whatever. That's the last thing you want to do. Now tug, tug of war between two dogs is fine, but between a human and a dog, when you're trying to establish a relationship, that's kind of one of the worst things that you can do. So don't you want, you want to do tricks, brain teasers, obedience. You want to teach manners. That's what you want to do. And then later, once the manage, uh, the, the manners are established, then you can introduce tug. Whereas, hey, let's play tug, 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 done. You know, don't play it for any length of time where the dog just like digs in, like, bring it on. Okay. No, every time dogs interact with us, they're learning something for, about us. And so what we got to do is learn to teach them what we need is to be calm, have good manners, and not be pushy against myself or against anybody around me, you know, kids, family members, or whatever. Okay, so no tug of war games. Everybody's going, what, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. I think that's kind of like I don't know, like one of the first things we just do with oh, like a is. puppy. Like it is. that's what it we is. do. And I play guess. wrestling yeah. games, <laughs> and then what you're doing is you're teaching the dog sure. to be, you know, go up against you, and you you don't want to do that. You know, between two litter mates is another thing, but then they find out who's number one in the litter and who's number two in the litter, who's number three in the litter. Oh, right? okay, yeah. And so it's not good. You know, every occasionally if you get a very a worried dog and you're trying to build confidence, a little game of tug, you know, a little is good because you're trying to bring his confidence forward. Okay? Right. But when you got a dog that has like a overload of confidence and is very pushy, you know, just looks at you like, come on, bring it on. And that's the last thing you want to do is okay. play pushy games, which would be AKA wrestling games or tug games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You want to let's head for the break and then we'll come back and answer some questions. How does that sound? Perfect. Okay. Here's the question this week. The first one of the week. At night, they come without being fetched. By day, they are lost without being stolen. What are they? All right. Appreciate you 
Dipping with the Katie K9 show and sharing your Sunday afternoons with me. Okay, here it is. All at night, they come without being fetched. By day, they are lost without being stolen. What are they? Fireflies? Kind of close. Stars. Oh, okay. Stars. So, you know, you had the right, <laughs> the right thought there. That was good. I did my best. That was good, though. That was a very good, you know, because technically... That's true because they don't. You don't see them during the. You know, so uh, well. I was going to say, you, there you I go. don't Two think answers. you see them Stars during the and, day. Yeah, so yeah, there wasn't nice. many fireflies this year. There, you know, there's years that that it's just like wow, like it's just amazing. And but this year there wasn't. They're just very spotty. I don't really see them where I live, no, but uh-huh. when I was out in the country, I did, yeah. and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so yeah, cool. So cool it is. Okay, let's head to the phones. All right, we have Susie, and her dog oh. is blind, oh. and she just wants some tips on moving forward and what okay. to do. Sounds good. Hi, Susie. How you doing? Hi, Susie. Hi, Katie. Hi. What kind of dog do you have? I have got a miniature white poodle. A miniature white poodle. Okay. Um, and how old? She's 13. Okay. She, um, you know, we thought, doc, I'm a client of Dr. Jeff. Okay. And we thought she had um, cataracts. Right. But um, as it turns out, I just had her to my, you know, traditional vet. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have cataracts, just has cloudiness. And um, a week ago, Friday, I came home and she was bumping into everything. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. Um, we're trying to figure out what happened. So far, we can't figure it out. Uh-huh. But I'm wondering, how do I acclimate her to finding her way around? Because you hear of blind dogs all the time that do just fine right. and, you know they find their food in the kitchen and oh, yeah. all of that yeah, because what like clueless yeah when they yeah because it's just happened okay she's got to get her legs literally okay one thing you do not do is you do not move furniture <laughs> right Be, yeah okay because a dog will follow its scent you know through the through the room and so until she gets a little bit more acclimated to now her newfound blindness you know she might have been getting dimmer and dimmer but you just weren't aware of it and whereas all of a sudden now bing you know it's gone and you know because you don't know you know how much or what she can see is she is it fuzzy is it totally dark we don't know right, right. and so anyway the um because uh, eyes are a funny, you know, they're very technical. You can, uh, there's Dr. Overo down in St. Louis Park. He's an uh, ophthalmologist for uh, dogs. So mm-hmm. if you want to, you could check, you know, have him check out. You just, you want, you know, see what's going on. But anyway, because they're very technical. So a lot of the vets don't like butting with the eyes because there's so much going. It's like brain, you know, brain surgeons. <laughs> yeah, right. They're okay. But anyway, so the big thing is, is that you got to keep her safe. So now she's used to walking the house and stuff like that. So what you're going to do is give her a penned in area. So when you are not around that, you could put her in there and you know, she's safe. She's not falling down the stairs or anything like that. All right. Okay, I've been crating her when I leave. Okay, well, that's fine, too. You know, crating. Does she like her crate? Well, the interesting thing is when we adopted her, when she was 15 months old, she was always in a crate. Okay. And we couldn't break her from getting in the crate. Okay. So we took away the crate. And All right. so now I'm trying to retrain her in the crate, and she's okay. Okay, good. She's okay. Okay, yep, yeah, because that's what you can do, too, and you can, you know, if you want to, you can get a real big crate so that she's got a little elbow room in there, too, so you can put her in there when you don't have time, like you're busy in the house or whatever. Uh, so that's the whole thing is just it's going to be a new norm for you. Okay, whereas when she's out, you are attentive to where she's at and what she's doing. You can have her drag a leash or hook the leash onto you so that you know she's right with you. She hasn't just wandered off and gotten herself into trouble. 
okay. but it's going to take it's going to take a little bit before her no extra nose sensories will kick in, so that you know that that will you know when it, it they always tell you when something gets taken away, other things heighten, and so that's okay. why now her hearing might get better or worse because she's at that age. But the bigger thing is her sniffer will get better, and you know because dogs are all about smellability. They don't have very good eyesight, but they're it's all about their hearing and about their their scent, your their ability to smell, and so that's why what you just got to do is set up. Okay, you know the land of you know layer of your house. The big thing is is those stairs. That you know you don't want the dog taking a topple down the stairs. So, you don't have any of those. Oh, good, oh, good, good. Well, you're three quarters of the battle there because that that stair thing is not good. Yeah. And anyway, so yeah. So the other thing is just create areas that you can you know put her in. Uh, if you just don't want to, like let's say you just want to always be putting her in a kennel, then you know mm-hmm. put her you know f- do something else. You know figure things out for yourself. But the big thing is not to. Uh, move the furniture because they, as the dog walks through the room, they start following their scent, you know, so that's how they can navigate through the rooms. And a lot of people don't even know the dog has lost their eyesight until they move the furniture or get new furniture, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. the dog's running into things, all right? Okay. And so you just got to allow her time to adjust to this new, you know, what what is going on. And it, it'll take a little bit of time, but all of a sudden she'll hit a beat. But in the meantime, you've got to be her eyes for her and just kind of navigate your house, look around, see what, you know, where she's safest and and just make it good for her. Okay. Now you said scent. I was thinking, although I have another dog and this would be really <laughs> to keep her out of the way. I was thinking about like putting down little treats or something that she could follow her way to certain places till she gets. No, because then she'll get fat. (laughs) (laughs) And then you got another dog. That dog's gonna get fat too. Don't use food for this, okay? You just got to rely on nature, and then you're you you taking care of the situation of how you want to do it. And also, too, that's another thing is that if now, how does that other dog and this dog get along? They get along great. Okay. Because as she gets more steady with this, she might learn to follow that dog. Obviously, you know, she can smell where the dog is, right? Okay. (laughs) And see, that's the whole thing. But she's still going to be doing some bumping and such like that. That just comes with the territory. But you just don't want her to fall down steps or get herself in a predicament that she can, you know, get herself hurt. All right. So what I hear you saying, I think, is that it's, you know, until she gets the lay of the land, as long as she's safe and I'm watching her kind of let her bump into things until she figures it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. You okay. know, like I say, you know, just, I mean, she's going to have good days and bad days. She's going to have days where, you know, it's going to be so frustrating. She's like bumping into everything. You know, right. then, then give her, you know, get her out of that situation so she can just relax and just kind of sit down. You know what I mean? And just you know, a breathe. Whereas, boy, this is tough. I can't see. I'm trying to figure, you know, that's what they got to do is they got to figure it out. And she's going to get better and better and better. What about exercising them? Because she doesn't, you know, she doesn't want to be on a lead. Okay. Um, as soon as you put her on her lead and try and, you know, walk with her. Because I had a friend who had adopted a dog that was blind, blinded by abuse. Mm-hmm. And that dog walked right next to her on a leash. Right. My girl is like, uh-uh, um. I don't know where I'm going. I'm not doing this. Okay, now wait a minute. Did she walk on a leash before this? Yes. Okay. Yeah, just let her drag the leash around when when you're around. So she just kind of, she'll step on it, get bumped. Remember, there's so many things that got to come together, you know, for her. So you let her adjust. You know, she'll, she'll get used to it. Even if it's just a walk, you know, like uh, not even um, like... Um, not down the front steps, obviously, but like on, the, on your sidewalk or whatever, you know, maybe uh, it's what, 20 feet round trip, you know, 10 mm-hmm. out, 10 back. You know, you, she's got to get, you know, just think if somebody all of a sudden took your eyes away 
Okay, now it's like, oh my goodness gracious. Now everything has to start, you got to hit a new beat. And it's going to take, everybody is different on how they hit a new beat and figure it out. And so you can't rush it. They just have to do it. You just have to be there for them to figure it out. And there's a lot of uh, uh, sites um, on Google or whatever you want to call it, you know, for blind dogs. You know, Google that and just see what other people do. Get other ideas from other people that have lived with blind dogs and maybe some tips and tidbits that you can get from them. Okay. Okay. But the big thing is, is that, like I said, just allow her, you know, to figure this out and then hit a beat and then things should start getting better and better. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. You bet. Good luck. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's, it's no fun. No, because uh, now, am I Ethel? She's, you know, three pounds. Uh, she, her hearing left about, oh, about eight months ago. Okay. She can still see, but she right. can't, but she, her hearing went. And sometimes you wonder which is worse. Oh, because if she gets out, she can't hear. So oh, you can't true. call the dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's what she can see. So I don't know. It's great. But it is true. When one, one thing leaves, another thing kicks in. And now her nose will rise to the occasion. Your other senses. And, yes. and she'll get better and better and better at it. You just got to have patience is what it is. Okay. Who's up next? We have Michelle, and she changed her dog's nutrition, but now her dogs gain weight. Right. Okay. Hi, Michelle. How are you doing? Hi. So you are wonderful. I spoke with you about a month ago, and I changed my dog's food. I'm rotating it. Um, I changed him over to Nutrisource. I gave him probiotics, and my eating problem, eating plastic and other stuff, is gone. Good. But he's put on 20 pounds. What? Yeah, he's he was 119, and he's now, I took him in today because he all of a sudden just like, it's like, what the heck? He's 137. Holy crap. He's a great Pyrenees. But, but I, how much are I you mean, feeding I'm, him? I'm, it's like three cups a day. And that's the bag says, the bag said more than that, but I, I won't feed him that. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, no, and no. And he's no. getting four walks a day, or four miles, three times at least a week okay. of exercise. Okay. So it's not like he's not moving. Okay. Uh, well, um, the only thing for that put weight on that fast that he need did you have a thyroid test done? No. Yeah, because if he put on that much weight that fast, and if you true about the three cups a day, and yeah. then there, you, there is no other uh, treats coming his way, you know, I mean, it's just truly that three cups of dog food. Yeah, that, I don't treat him or anything. Okay, so then my guess is that you better have his thyroid checked. Okay. Okay, you got to have take him in, have a blood draw. And being that you're, blood draw, you're doing a blood draw, just when's the last time you had, like, uh, his kidney, liver, and all that checked? Um, a while. Okay, so what are you going to do? Been, he's seven. He's been really healthy. Right, right. But so we don't want him to hit the skids and then draw blood. We want him when they're healthy. Right. <laughs> so we have something to, uh, you know, to... Uh, that's why everybody should have a blood draw or a, like uh, uh, a complete blood, blood profile, you know, when the dogs are younger. So you know what the norm is for the dog. So if things start going wrong, you have something that, you know, to, to compare it yeah. to. But no, that if he gained that much and you truthful that you're using two, three I mean, yeah, real using, measuring cups of food, real measuring. I'm using a dog scoop. No, get. Scoop. Oh, OK, do me a favor. Okay, yeah. Take that scoop and get yourself a cup, a true I cup. Okay. Okay, and then now you know I mean a, a measuring cup of a yeah, cup. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have so take your scoop and scoop what you normally do and put it into that measuring cup and see if it's a true cup. Okay. Okay, because some of them scoops are like two, are like two uh, cups, not a cup. 
All right. Oh. Okay. So maybe I'm giving them like six cups of food. Yes. Yes. Oh Lord. And so that's All why right. what you want to do is before you had the blood drawn because that's what that's crazy because Nutrisource <laughs> is so good that it does. You know, if you've been feeding a low-grade food, you feed a lot more. And Nutrisource feeds, you feed a lot less because it sticks to the ribs is why. Okay, well, that's good probably... And he's, he's pooping less, so yeah. that's good. Oh, and that's he's excellent. Not eating plastic, oh, that's, so that's good. No kidding. Um, so all those changes that you gave me were wonderful, and I've shared that with others who oh, have cool. had... Can you hold on? Can you hold on? we yeah. got to run to break, so we'll be back, yeah, okay? So don't, yeah, so don't go. The more you have of it, the less you see. What is it? Alrighty then. Here we are. Okay. Okay, which one did I tell you? I forgot. I think I was paying attention. I think you've done this one before. Is it about darkness? Yes. (laughs) Okay. There you go. Okay, yeah, because all of a sudden it's okay. Something about the more. Yeah, okay. Say my name and I disappear. What am I? Say my name and I disappear. Um uh, I don't know. Silence. Oh. There you go. Okay. Yeah, Thank no, you. I know. After I read it, it's like, crap, I think I already did that one. <laughs> well, at least okay. I was paying attention. Yes, I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed. There we go. Okay, during the break, we asked uh, Michelle to go and measure her, uh, her that what that scoop is compared to a, what a cup. Okay, Michelle, did you get a chance to do that? Yeah, so the scoop says it's two cups. It measured three and a half cups. <sighs> Okay. So he's been getting like five Six. cups of yeah. more dense food, probably. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Oh, my yeah. God. Okay. He's never, I am so diligent about his diet. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I just, all of a sudden, I was like, what happened to him? He's got the COVID-20. Yeah. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. That's why we use, when you're measuring a dog's food, you don't use a scoop of any kind unless you prior to you always want something that the exact like is a cup okay so be and and not heaping cup because otherwise like i say we have a tendency to get too carried away uh, and don't or not pay attention (laughs) but so it wound up to be three and a half cups of food yes and so you're feeding him well how many of those scoops a day uh one and a half oh look at that see yeah, so you're way over the top. And there. he's not—he's a Pyrenees Golden, so he's not the most active dude. Yeah, right. I mean, he gets walks. He gets walks every week, right? Like three times, but he—he's not the most active if he's not out for a walk, right? So right. on top of that, his activity level isn't the best. As he plus his age, because when once the dogs get about four or five years old, boy, they pack the pounds on really fast if we overfeed them. Well, six months ago, he was, or even before I switched the food, he was at 119 and had, was great. Uh-huh. I mean, I had no issues. So yep. I will cut him way back. Yeah, there you go. Because see, now that you're feeding Nutrisource, which is really like meat and potatoes, I mean, stick to the ribs, there's not a lot of fillers to it. And that's why you're getting less doo-doos and why he's feeling better, too. So, and not eating I've plastic. i switching... You can stay on the brand, just switch the types, right? The formulas, yep. Just flip yeah, the formulas. Okay. All right. And do you know where they carry more variety? Like the place I go to has like two varieties. So I switch from chicken to beef, chicken okay. to beef. But see, they can anybody that carries Nutrisource can order whatever you want. If you go in uh, to, uh, just go into their lo- uh, locator, go to uh, uh, NutrisourcePetFoods.com. 
Okay. All right. And then it's located. It'll show you stores by you. And then just give them a holler and say, you know, I want to try this, this, or this. And like I said, they'll be able to get it in for you. No problem. Okay. Okay. I so appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, so well, much. good. I'm glad you did it. And well, now we just got to <laughs> yeah. feed him less and it'll all be yeah, right. He's, he's doing great. All thank right. You. Good. All I'm right. glad it worked, kid. Thank you. Yeah, thank thank you. you. Bye bye. You know, I love that when people actually take the advice and do it. Because <laughs> some people, you know, they want to hear something, but then it's like, ah, nah, man. You know, they really don't follow through. And so I'm really happy. My tip. Well, now we did the experiment together, yes, which yes, is good. Yes, yes, three and a half cups, and she thought she was. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean. Is a lot of those scoops. Oh, that's crazy. If they crazy. say a cup, it's really not a cup. Yeah. Or, yeah. So you always want to use a true measuring cup. If it says a quarter, then you use a quarter cup. You know, you can go to the dollar store and get cheap. Oh, definitely. Ones, yes. You know, so and those are the scoops for the dog foods. End of story. Mm-hmm. So, yep. So anyway, all right. Who's up? We have Becky, and she has some questions about nutrition because her dog is increasing and shedding. All right, all right. Hi, Becky. How you doing? Hi, Katie. Love your show. Well, thank you, thank you. So what kind of dog do you have? Uh, well, actually, this is my daughter's dog. Okay. And the dog was a rescue, and he is an English Springer Spaniel, okay. a Cocker Spaniel, and a little bit Pomeranian. All right. Okay, what food does she feed? She feeds, um, she changed his food six months ago because his eyes were running and his nose was running and the vet said maybe he has allergies. So now she, he, for six months she's been feeding him exclusively Stellan Chewy's raw and rotating the varieties. Excellent. I'm proud of her. I'm proud of her. Good job. Okay. And so now but there seem to be more shedding? Yes. Okay. So now there's more shedding, and it hasn't really. And he's got the cocker, but she's wondering if there's it, and his eyes still run. So she, we were wondering if if the raw is always a hundred percent complete, or if he might need a supplement or what. Okay, yeah, all dogs need supplement. There's no diet. Same with us. Okay. And okay. So, number one, he needs some fish oil. So get him on some fish oil. Okay. How many pounds okay. is he? He is 14 pounds. Okay, so you could go like 500 milligrams to 1,000 milligrams. Okay. Okay, you can use canned sardines in water. If you eat them, you know, a cup of one can a week of that, like take, give them half one day and half the other day, you know, like towards the mid, because what happens when the furnace goes on, then uh, uh, just like with us, our skin gets dry, and you got to boost the omega-3s and 6s. All right. Oh, okay. And so that's why no matter what your feed is, but we'll see what you're feeding is awesome. But like I say, then you need a little bit of help. You know, and one thing is just not always good, good. And so you got to kind of give them some supplements there. But the fish oil will be the main thing that you want to do. You could also do some extra virgin coconut oil. All right. That, that's that got the good fats in it. And uh, now okay. if, you, if you take fish oil, you can give them one of yours. Uh, the best, one of the best ones out there is Nordic Nat- Nordic Naturals for dogs. Right, right. Okay. And so, yeah, so I'd bump up the omega-3s and 6s. And then also they'd tell her to look into like OC Raw. That's a, uh, you could either uh, freeze-dry it or raw. Raw Bistro. Try to change the brands once in a while too, okay? Because one that's- brand, one brand doesn't have everything. Well, that's what that's what we were wondering was if she should maybe rotate brands. Yep, also. I would. Yep, yep. Like I like I use OC Raw, I use Northwest Naturals, and I use Raw Bistro, along with Stella and Chewy's. Okay. Did you say it was OC? Yep. The letter O, the letter C. Oh, 
the letter O C. Okay. Can you get you know if you can get that frozen? She usually yep. gets the frozen. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. They all come. All those. They all come in frozen. Oh. Okay. Okay. I'll t- I'll tell her that. That's okay. Awesome. Yeah. But see, anytime the dogs, cats start shedding, especially this time of year, it's time to bump up the omega threes and sixes. Okay. Will, will that help with the runny eyes, or is there yep. anything you can do? For no, that, that could help yeah? too, because I'm surprised being on an all raw diet that he's even got runny eyes. So then, the, sometimes they, the, you know, his tear ducts might be off, and so you okay. might want to. But usually, if you get them off a of processed food, then those tear they they go away. Now, how long she been on the um, raw for six months? Six months. Okay. How many how many groomings has the dog had in between there? I don't think she takes them for grooming. She just, she takes care of it herself. Okay, because the thing, what you got to look at here is that, see, with grooming, like when I first got Ethel, my white poodle, she had really bad tear stains. Okay, then once I changed her diet, okay, then each time she got groomed, the staining went, you know, got less and less because the coat grew out. And then all of a sudden, all the stains were gone. Is there new tearing, new stains, or is it just the old stain that didn't get cut off? Okay. Okay, I got it. Okay. Because that's the main thing. Because being on the raw, you shouldn't have to, you really shouldn't have staining. Okay. Okay. I, I know it's gotten better since she switched to the raw. Right. I, and see, but that's so... the thing. See, with Ethel's, as her hair grew, and she, each time she got groomed, you know what I mean? It's like having a stain on your, or like dyeing your hair. <laughs> right. Okay. As it grows, you know what I mean? The stain, you know, then once you, or that, uh, whatever you call it. Your dye grows with your hair, and then pretty soon you're down to your white hair, and all the dye's gone, right? And that's right, the same right. thing with the with the stain. Is that that's got to be trimmed up, so that the most important thing is not restaining. She just hasn't taken care of the stains. Okay. Okay. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much, Katie. You bet. Take care. Keep me posted. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye. All right. Hey, we got open line, 651-641-1071. I have a toothache. I've had a toothache oh, for, no. for near three, four days, and it's just like I got it. It happened a, a couple months ago, but then, I, you know, I did a couple things naturally on and I, Yeah, and it's went not, away. And oh, now, all of a sudden, it's like the last couple of days, I'm just sitting here going, Oh God, it hurts! It hurts, and I took a couple aspirin before I came. And you know, it's still I was doing good, you? but now all of a sudden yeah, it's, it's wearing to, off. All of a sudden oh, it's starting no. to come back, and it's like, oh man, yeah, we all love that dentist, don't we? Yep. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you got any, I did the cloves. I've done that. I got Sensodyne toothpaste. You know, aspirin. I don't know about the cloves. Yeah. So I tried that. Okay. It seemed to help a little bit the other day, but like I say, all of a sudden now it's like, yeah. I so anyway, so that's why my mouth doesn't open right because it hurts. <laughs> but anyway, what could I say? Okay, is it that time or should I just keep talking? Is it that time yet? I don't even know what time it is. Yes. Oh, she's on the line. <laughs> so we want to talk about puppies, okay? So we talked about no tug of war or wrestling games with puppies or any dog that has a pushy personality, okay, because you're teaching them to go up against you. You want to teach tricks. You want to work on manners. You want to do obedience, okay? Then also, too, now, um, most dogs and most puppies are no to death. Everybody goes, no, 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 no. No what? You got to teach dogs and puppies words and what they mean. So from here on out, what you want to do, the only time you're going to hear me say the word no is no bite, okay? Nah, no bite, 
All right. Now, what you're going to do is use a growl. Ah, 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 bad dog. Or, hey, shame on you. Because that's what the mom already taught them. If you listen to the growl, the correction doesn't come. And I'm sure you heard me say this that uh, before. That, you know, with mom, when the, when the puppets or when the pups are with mom, if they were hanging off a of mom's face, mom would give a deep growl like, get off my face. And they didn't. The pup, mom would pull out, grab the pup around the neck with her teeth and squeeze and the pup would yelp and mom would slowly let go of her grip. And then the pup would slowly back off. And so then now the pup will come up a little bit later, like still tick, Ma. And Ma would give a growl. Oh, still tick. Get out of the get out of the picture. So Mom already taught the pups. If you listen to the growl, the correction doesn't come. So if you keep knowing your dog to death, you won't get as good a result as if you know what the pup already knows or the other dogs. Now, you know, they don't have to be a pup. It could be just a regular dog. Do a ah or a A. So it's ah, 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 bad dog or A. You know, and also if you use a growl, it stops the dog dead in their tracks and so then you can get them to look at you and then you can go on to what you need okay okay let's see we're gonna run here now this one here i know you haven't i am a box that holds keys without locks yet they can unlock your soul what am i be back all right thank you for tuning me in on sunday afternoon sharing your afternoons i appreciate that i am a box that holds keys without locks yet they could unlock your soul. What am I? I don't know. A piano. I am a box oh. that holds keys yes. without locks, yet they could unlock your soul. I like that one. A piano. There we go. All right. There we go. All right. I got a million of them. Stay right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who's up? We have Bev, and she has a question about medication um, for her dog seizures. All right. Hi, Bev. How you doing? Hi, Katie. I'm doing great. Um, I have a four-year-old. Uh, he's a Shih Tzu Bichon mix. Okay. And he's been on uh, phenobarbital twice a day now for about four months. Okay. Um, he was having seizures, and the last one lasted, you know, quite a long time. The vet thought for his own safety and everything he should be on it. But mm. what I, I found out, you know, once they go on that, they can't go off. Uh-huh. Uh, what what's your opinion of something like that? How's uh, uh, how old is the dog? He just turned four. Ooh, okay, and it's a male, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what food are you feeding? Uh, Ims. Okay. Uh, what do you think of that? <laughs> well, no, uh, you could do better. I would do. You know what I would do? How many pounds is this dog? Well, you know, it seems like he put on some weight since he's been on this medication. Oh yeah, you bet. Okay. He's. He was about 20, okay, which was kind of chunky, but now I think he hasn't been weighed for a while, but I, I'm sure he's up to about 25, 24. Okay. How long has the seizure been going on? Well, he had had him off and on last winter that we knew of. Sometimes I caught him having one. Right. And then um, he had one here a few months back, and it lasted. In, at, we were just in bed, and he sleeps right between us, and okay. he just kind of sat up, and, and it wasn't was really kind of scary. Okay, do you oh you bet. Uh do what treats? Do you give any treats? Oh, he got he has some chewies for rawhide, but I got them at the vet clinic and um yeah, he likes little bites of stuff when I'm eating. Okay. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. I, I I'm a big believer in sharing foods with dogs, but not at the time you're eating them. That's what creates the beggar. 
All right. Yeah. So anyway, because, uh, you know, sometimes the diet can create seizures. Uh, when's uh-huh. the last time he had shots? Oh, he's real current on those. Um, well, that might be your problem, though, too, ma'am. <laughs> okay. What's is over vaccinations can cause seizures. Okay. Then oh, now, really? do you use any uh, uh, tick, flea tick uh, chemicals? Yes, he's on NextGuard. Oh, geez. Okay. And then what about heartworm? Yeah, he's on heartworm. Okay, why don't we stop the chemicals and try to get this dog better, all right? You're toxifying his system with all this stuff. No wonder he's having, and I'm not just blaming him that it's not just one, but this is not helping his case whatsoever. This dog needs... You know, he won't have... um, He had his last next guard a couple days ago, but he won't get him now until spring. No, you're never doing it again, (laughs) ma'am. Why would you put any chemicals in your dog that if you want to go, if you are willing to take a next guard, then give it to your dog. If you are willing to take that heartworm, then give it to your dog. Unless you are willing to do what you, you never do anything to your kids that you would not do to yourself. Okay, right. did you, have you ever looked at the side effects of NextGuard? Have you ever looked at the side effects of the heartworm pills? No, people are just drones and just do it. And then I could bet you a dollar to donuts. This is what triggered this whole mess. Over-vaccinations and all the chemicals you're putting in your dog. And well, so, see, he just has this once a year. No, it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't make any difference. Oh, really? A, a chemical is a chemical. It's going to do have side effects. Okay. Oh. Have you do ever have you gone on YouTube and see the seizures that Nexcard has caused in dogs and cats? Okay. No. Oh well, maybe we should because, like I say, the thing is, is that unless you read the you read the instructions or the you know side effects and that, and if you're willing that that will happen to your dog and you're going to be okay with it, then do it. All right. But the thing is, is if you're not willing, because a lot of these things cause seizures. All right. They cause okay. seizures. So well, that, what about with uh, the flea and tick season when it gets really bad? What do you recommend then? You do things natural. How, how does your dog go out in the woods? No. Okay. So what is his, his lifestyle is probably down the sidewalk and in your house, right? Yeah, pretty much. He, okay. he got, gets in the yard here a little bit on the okay. grass. But, but you, you're uh, not going into the woods where there's fleas and ticks and no, stuff like no, that. No, so why no. are you overdoing it, you know? So that's the okay. thing, is that people are too much of a drone, and they don't want this to happen, but they forget what the consequences is by giving it to their dog, okay? And so okay. especially any pill that goes in your dog, if there's a problem, you can't do anything about it because it's in their system. All right. And so that's so why there's so many natural ways to do fleas and ticks there. You can use diatomaceous earth. You can use organic, organic apple cider vinegar. You can use um, eucalyptus. You can use lemongrass. There's so many different stuff that you can do to repel fleas and ticks naturally and not harm the dogs or the cats. All right. So you don't even recommend the heart guard either? Pardon? Heart guard, you don't recommend that either. I I don't put it on my. my I've lived in. I live in Hugo for forty years. Okay, we uh-huh. are the land of ten thousand swamps. We got a quadrillion mosquitoes. I have yeah. never ever used that, but I also have my dogs tested once a year to make sure that they don't get Lyme or they don't get you know um, heartworm. Okay. Okay. But here's th- my next question: What do you think of the Lyme vaccine? Nope, I will not. I don't put it in my dogs because who okay. else gets who else gets Lyme? We do. Yeah. Is there a shot oh, for boy. us? 
No. You know why? They, they, why? Because they're, they're, the, we don't have a shot because they can't make it safe enough. Okay? okay. So the thing is, is that what you got to do is not be a drone, but empower yourself. Uh, there's a couple websites. I, do you go on to websites at all? Yeah. Okay. You got a piece of paper and a pencil? Uh, I'll have to go out in the other room. Hold on. I, I got John in the kitchen. So I ah, okay. Because you got to empower yourself and then make decisions that you're comfortable with. I don't want uh -huh. people to go and say, well, Katie K9 says. The Katie K9 says this to get people to go read and empower themselves so then they can make decisions that they're comfortable with. All right. Uh -huh. And I have done my reading and my whatever my research and such, and I'm comfortable with the decisions that I make for my fur kids. But like I say, you just you want to understand why you're doing and what the side effects may be. All right. Okay. So I got some paper now. Okay. You want to go to ready? Okay. Healthy. Wait a minute. Dogs naturally. Healthy dogs naturally. Magazine. No, no, no. You did dogsnaturallymagazine.com. Dogsnaturallymagazine.com. And you're going to type in heartworm in the search box. You're going to type in vaccines in the search box. You're going to type in flea and tick in the search box. And you're going to start reading. And then because it's an all natural and it'll get you thinking and then hopefully get you wanting to learn more. Okay. Okay. So heartworm, flea and tick. What was the other one? Vaccines. Vaccine. Those are the three in the type in the in the search box. So you're going to start reading articles and make decisions. There's another. Uh, it's called Healthy. Another website is called HealthyPets.Mercola.com. HealthyPets.Mercola.com. All right. Mercola. Mercola. But so that's what you want to do is empower yourself, and you want to make sure. And I would rotate your dog out of your IMS into Nutrisource. Or I'd even I'd even go into just doing some raw for the for the dog, but there's a lot of changes you need to make because, like I say, otherwise your dog is gonna be on phenobarbital. That's a lot of phenobarbital for that smaller dog. So is that can that can you take them off that phenobarbital? That uh, that's a vet. You know, I know it has to be phased out, but I'm not sure on that. So that's what you're gonna have to do is empower, you know figure this out and then go from there. Okay. Okay. Uh, this, yeah, this upsets me. Um, okay. Yeah. So the whole thing I, is, yeah, is. I have a lot of trust in my vet. That's well, the no. The thing is, is just like with human doctors. You know, if we don't ask the right questions, they're not going to talk to us. <laughs> so, so. Now that we have a pup that's three and a half months old. Okay. Well, you got to hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. I've got to run to break. We, so at the top, when you come back, we'll talk again. Okay. So okay don't hold, okay. don't hang up. Okay. What has four wheels and flies? What has four wheels and flies?